When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right. That does it for the regular season for Tennessee football in 2023. The Vols win 48 to 24. Nico did get in the game for two drives. Maybe didn't play as much as I would have. I and many people would have liked, but you know, you wipe the floor with Vandy. Vandy is absolutely horrendous, and so you finish the season on a high note. There, you're headed to a bowl game, eight win season. Uh, following a 10 win season uh, and we'll, we'll do a little, little decompression here and not, not a ton to talk about uh, with wow. the, what happened in that second half, but we'll talk about, uh, you know, kind of the postseason and everything that's about to happen. I'm Charlie Burris. That is former Vols quarterback, Jonathan Crompton, who got a shout out uh, during that, uh, that second half. We'll talk about that in just a second too. We'll get to it all right after I tell you about our great sponsors. BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash ATOZ Sports. Save 10% on your first month with BetterHelp. Zen Sports, the fastest growing sports book in Tennessee. Rattle and snap Tennessee whiskey from log still distillery. Uh, use code A to Z. Er, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> make your own luck. <laughs> there, there's sadly no promo code for the whiskey, but uh, make your own luck just like Tennessee's fast-paced rattle and snap offense with rattle and snap Tennessee whiskey. And finally, HelloFresh. Vols AZ free is your promo code for HelloFresh for uh, free breakfast for life. Crazy offer from them. All right. 48-24. Just quickly, thoughts on that second half if you have any. I mean, not really. <laughs> um, the, my biggest thought would be um, we can't have a turnover on the punt return. Give yeah, a chance bad. to get some points. Like, just, I mean, I'm, I'm being nitpicky right now because um, it really wasn't – it wasn't flashy. It wasn't rah-rah and all this stuff. It just it was kind of a very um, mundane second half. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just – I don't know. It wasn't exciting. Um, I was really, really hoping that uh, Keaton would be able to haul in that deep ball for a touchdown. You know, yeah. Um, but I think I think we did what we were supposed to do, um, regardless of what anybody in the comments think. Happy as hell for Joe for playing a really, really, really good game today. Almost 400 yards passing, six total touchdowns. Um, let me see. He's got he's like six yards away from having 400 yards himself. Six touchdowns. I mean that. Good for him. Um, absolutely. I, and the, it kind of looked like the plan may have been all along him play three quarters and get out just kind of how it shaped up. So I'm, I'm happy for him and, and the seniors for going out on a, a high note, um, especially there in Neyland. Yeah, it, it was, it was a fun game overall. It was, it was a little drawn out, a lot of penalties and just nonsense that happened in that game, but yeah, you know, such is life with SEC officials and, um, yeah, 
on on the whole, it was exactly what you would want out of this game. Yeah. The only thing you could really ask for is win by 40 instead of 30. I mean, it's just like that's that's really what this one came down to yep. because Vanderbilt is just so bad. Um, I mean, Vanderbilt is bad to the point where like they, they need to have a come to Jesus meeting with like the rest of the where's my, where's my Lou man at? It, yeah, Lou, Lou took this one off. He likes to chime in. Or yeah. yeah. Um, uh, a long time, uh, long time listener for some reason who's also a Vandy fan, but uh, yeah, he checked out on this one unfortunately. And, and Big Ten, well, he was, he he was there. He was there before we started the uh, halftime, and we hadn't heard. Had That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and Big Ten Jeff took this one off too because his beloved Buckeyes just freaking peed right down their leg. Yeah. Michigan today. <laughs> yeah. Let's go hell to the victors, baby. Uh man, yeah. How how about that? That's the fu- that was the funnest outcome though. I I you know, I don't really care who wins that. I I really dislike them both at the end of the day. But uh, the Michigan winning is the funnest outcome because now Look, I think like Ryan Day leaving is kind of on the table. And I don't I don't mind Michigan. Like I don't root for them, but I don't really root against them unless we're playing them. Yeah. I despise Ohio State. Always have. I have zero reason why. Like my whole life, legit. No, they're reason the worst. I do. Um, but mark it down, Ryan Day, Texas A&M. Watch. I mean, you saw it. You saw it getting traction this morning. Bruce Feldman said it on that on that Fox I, morning show. If he's not there, I think he's somewhere because we'll get back to our game. But when you've lost the last three of that game, they don't care that you're eleven and one, dude. He's fifty. Goodness, he's fifty six and seven, and they're trying to run him out of town. But it's three of those seven were an important, important three, and and well, all those seven are also ranked opponents. So he's got a, good, yes. a really damn good resume, but in that type of game, it don't matter. It doesn't. Nope. Yeah, um, I mean, you had yeah, Urban going out there and like blowing games to Purdue and stuff, but yeah, he beat Michigan. So, and that that's the thing is he beat Michigan. So I could, and it kind of pertains to us because I think Ryan Day personally, I think he'll be if he doesn't take it. I think he's at least like the guy they go after for a And M because he fits that mold. High-powered Ooh. offense, you know, has a great Already have a lot of talent. Quarterbacks, they got a lot of great talent on the team. If you get that, I don't think I don't think their whole team like up and skips town. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's exactly. Just, you got to make a big hire there to to keep guys out of the transfer I, portal. Now that I mean, as as Tennessee fans, I want some of those guys in the transfer portal. Hundred percent. Whole set of those guys. I'm would just be looking nice. at all the grand scheme of college football where I think guys would go. Yeah. Us, obviously, I don't want. I don't. I'm not afraid of him as a coach, but I do think he recruits really well. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and Ohio State would probably hire in house. And um, what's the receiver coach? Um, I honestly losing, do not know. I'm losing my train of thought. It's killing me. Hold on. <laughs> well, While regardless. That, <laughs> I, Let, dude, we have nothing else. We have nothing else to talk about on the show today. It's true. Um, well, let, here, this is something to talk about right here. Though. No, he's the OC, uh, Brian Hartline. I think he oh, would be Hartline, the yeah, yeah. That is, think he that would, is who they would go to. I personally think that's who they go yeah. to, like they do, like they do a day, keep it in house, um, and probably Ohio State fans are probably saying they would like that. I would prefer him stay there because he can't beat Michigan, and I don't think that's funny. It is because I don't like Ohio State. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of our side rant today. Yeah. I seeing Ohio state lose will never not be great. Uh, so I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, but this, here's a side note that happened during that second half. Joe Milton accounted for six touchdowns in that game. The last Tennessee quarterback to do that, Jonathan Crompton. It, uh, let's see. Memphis in 2009. Chris posted it right here. Chris in the comments. He said against Memphis in 2009. That was you, Cromp. What do you, uh, what'd you think about we, uh, Joe? We need more. We don't need a. 14 or 15, whatever year stint in between. We need more of that. So <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I mean, kudos, like I said earlier, kudos to Joe. He played, he played lights out, was having Great fun, game. putting the ball where it needed to be, threw the ball accurately today. Um, it just, we really just wish that it would have happened all year that way, but it is a collective deal. I mean, even the, they said before the game when they were talking to Heifel during the week, and that's what I've been trying to say all year in the sense of, yes, he's still going to make the throws, but some of the, the routes and the drops that were not ran badly last year or not dropped last year, because it was a whole new receiving core, if you really think about it, outside of Brew. And yeah. that's where that's where it's been tough because it's it's always going to fall on the quarterback. Did he always play lights out? Not even close. At all, but it was almost like I use it. I, I go with like golf. If your driver is, if you're hitting your driver well and you're hitting your irons well, your putter sucks, right? If you're hitting your driver bad, then your irons are going hitting good and your putter's on. It was almost like for us, if our O line was blocking well and Joe was throwing the ball well, our receivers didn't run the right routes. Or if they were blocking well and they run the right routes, he didn't throw the ball accurately. See what I'm saying? It was almost like why. Like just the, those three, and I'm using the running backs in with the O line and the receivers, depending on if they're running or throwing the ball. It's kind of that feel all year to me, where two out of those three segments were on. The third one just was so off that we couldn't get it going. And Mr. Jones, if your QB sucks, your offense sucks. Well, it's also if your receivers don't catch the ball, your offense sucks. If your O line doesn't block, your offense sucks. If your running backs don't run, your offense sucks. It is a collect. That's why football is the ultimate team game. There's been games that he's played atrociously. We've talked about that. There's been games that he's played spot on, but the receivers didn't get open or whatever. So it just, it, it sucks because we and even Heupel said this, or at least they've said that he said it, that it was almost disappointing with the outcome of the team this year because we were and we are talented but we should have had more um we should have had more production than we had just overall if that makes sense yeah 100% um i i just have to mention what washington just did against washington state first of all that game is tied right now uh, yeah i got a text that it was tied but that was like 20 minutes ago what's going on it was fourth and one from washington's own 25, I think. I'd have to go back and check the actual yard marker. Their own 25, a minute left in this game, and they actually went for it on fourth, and they got it. And it was a really great little play action. Play action, ran a guy behind them, handed the ball off to that guy. It uh, That was impressive. And now they're down to the the opposing 27. Uh, so Well, that tells me that they know they couldn't State. stop. 
that tells me they couldn't they know they can't stop Washington State's offense. Ah, well, that's uh that's gonna be a tough one. Just like with Auburn and Alabama, that's gonna be a tough uh last minute outcome there. Uh that, and that's all thing oh, we can talk was. about too, but <laughs> way to Ooh, it's fourth and goal from the 30. Don't even put all 11 in the end zone there, bud. Literally rush anybody. Their best dude. And they he had one guy on him in the end zone. My God. No, like, don't, don't even rush anybody. Take Literally take all. The linemen can't go downfield legally. Yeah, exactly. Like, legally. They can't go downfield. So why, why even rush anybody? I mean, my goodness. Put 11 that... on five. I like Ooh. my odds 11 on five. Yeah, I do. That was... Uh... That was something. Way to go, Auburn. You really uh that right there is why Hugh Freeze let us all down. Be, you know, he needs to be out of a job after year one. Ah I've been saying it, I mean, I've been that, saying it for that's weeks. So my, so my dad and our buddies in a group text. I've been saying it for three to four weeks. Hugh Freeze needs to be out of a job. Twenty one point loss to New Mexico State and then that abomination. So way to go. But okay, now back yes. to uh back to the game at hand. Let's talk quickly. Everybody's gonna want to know your thoughts on Nico. But we'll tell everybody what you thought about how he played in, in that little bit and, and how, you know, bowl game and everything that's coming up. We're going to talk about it all right after I tell everybody about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That is why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. The holidays are right around the corner. I mean, we just had uh, Thanksgiving. And HelloFresh can take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. The holiday season can be hectic, and that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come into play. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. And everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time in checkout lines this time of year. So skip that extra grocery store trip and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered to you with HelloFresh. Just pick your meals, decide on a delivery date and sit back. Uh, I've I've done this and it is awesome. Uh, can't can't endorse it enough. HelloFresh really is great. Uh, so. Go to HelloFresh.com slash VolsAZFree, V-O-L-S-A-Z-F-R-E-E, and use code VolsAZFree for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash VolsAZFree. Promo code VolsAZFree, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Now let's get to a crop that people want to know. Well, uh, before I do that, real quick. Okay. Washington game. I'm not lying. The whole time you were talking, I'm not lying. It's third and four. They swapped formations four times during that promo. No, on one play. Swear <laughs> to God. No, 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 no. I'm not being funny. No, they would line up. I, no, they would line I believe up. it. He would. He, he would give them the signal. They'd move another formation four times to ready, ready to run inside zone. Ah, <laughs> they got the first down though. They got the first down. But I'm that's all that counts. I'm like, how many times are you going to change formations on the same play? That is if, if all the receivers counts. running from one side of the field to the other. They went from uh, they went from a, a, a bunch to the right to empty to a two by two to a three by one to the boundary, all in the same play. And then right there on on that play, Penix Jr. did the one thing you can't do and took a big fat sack there. Um, and then I just kick for the win, but uh, just. Sorry, that I'm just that was it's an interesting game. I would uh, I would love to hear that play call. Personally. Yeah, how how did that I go? I just need to hear it. 
Like, is it just well, one word that you knew what you were doing or whatnot? But all right, sorry. Back to well, back to the task at hand. I mean, Michael Michael Penix Jr. once uh, committed to Tennessee, I believe. And speaking of guys that committed to Tennessee. I like him. And it, oh, he's he's great. I mean, he's you probably got Jaden Daniels with the Heisman at this point, but Penix Jr. has been right there. Probably. Um, but another person that committed to the University of Tennessee and actually showed up at Tennessee was Nico Iamaliaba. He played tonight. What did you think of his short time? Because here's the text that I got during that game from friends of mine. Wow, Nico is better than Joe. I wish Nico would have played more. Wow, I can't, you know, you saw all of that all over the place. Your thoughts? I mean, he, he played well. I'm not going to say so he didn't. I know he probably had a lot of nerves. Um, but there were a couple throws that on the same, our normal, what I call the smoke route, just pop up, throw it out there. Some one of them got tipped. Now, granted, we should probably block a little better for it not to get tipped, but it got tipped. Another uh, probably two were low. Um, but other than that, I mean, he, he he played well. He he tried to um he tried to Randy Johnson that thing into on a tight end seam, which bad read on that one. But that was that's a design throw, so it doesn't matter. Um. I mean, but I think I think he played well. It's just when you're playing in the fourth quarter against Vandy, it's hard to. That's the, that's the issue. Like it's dude, Vandy's two and ten for God's sake. That's why that's why we threw for four hundred and forty nine total yards today. <laughs> not a bad day this, overall. That's what I'm saying. Not not too shabby of a day. Um, it just Vandy's not very good. So I think he played well for what he was asked to do. Um, it's just hard to, we haven't gotten, now that will be on the year, what, like 16 to 26 for the season. Um, yeah. in that range, I'm just, I'm spit firing that one. Um, that sounds right to me. I, it, it's, it's in that range. Um, or maybe 17 or something like that, where it's hard to just say, Yep, he is the guy of the future at the moment because he's not got to play. It wasn't like Alabama did with Bryce Young. You well, know what I mean, where they 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 blew his red shirt regardless because they were like he's going to play anytime we can. But they granted they were also blowing dudes out that year, yeah, like, constantly. So he played a lot, and that's where this will lead me right into. That's where I would like to know everybody's opinion. We I think we go after a guy like Will Rogers to come in and compete. That then we have then we if say, hypothetically say Will comes in and wins the job, great. We have the SEC's all time leader in passing, great. Then Nico is there for insurance. If Nico wins the job, great. Then we have the SEC's all time leading passer as our number two. Not too shabby of a situation, is what I'm getting at. Yes. Um, because if we ever get into a situation in a year that the starter goes down, right now we do not have a backup that goes. He can he can hold us into that ball game. Or he can go win the next two ball games for us. We don't have that guy right now. No, um, I. Yeah, I. I think I would like to see them at least try because you, you just have to. It's just two two walk ons behind Nico. Like that just is not the situation that, that you're looking for. If you want the ideal, exactly. Yeah, if you want the ideal yeah. situation, that that is not it. Um, and and so, I I. 
I think Nico will be the starter ultimately. I highly doubt they get Will Rogers even if they try, but I do think they try to get somebody and probably do get somebody else. Boy, would be boy, my guess. I'm gonna answer this question real quick. Mr. Jones, I've never said that he wouldn't be any that he would be any worse than Joe, but how it works is if they're not any worse, they're going with the senior. Yes. Hypo has proven that's what I'm getting at. He that's just I what think... it is. But what I'm but what I'm saying is, and yes, we do got that freshman coming in, but it's the if we want to build a dynasty and stop sitting here going, oh, well, why did this not happen? Why did this not happen? Why did this not happen? Then you gotta do what the Nick Sabans do. You gotta you gotta tell these dudes you're gonna have to compete your rear end off. You may not play for two years, three years, but if you stay and you get developed, you're gonna be a first rounder. Look at Mac Jones. Yep. I mean, it's just what it is. You had three top 35 picks or whatever it was on the same roster at quarterback. Well, only one can play. You do have if that if, if we're trying to, if we're trying to win consistently and be in that argument every year, we can't we can't from a fan base as well, we can't shy away from, yeah, Nico was a five-star recruit. Well, then we still, we need another, we need a, a proven veteran to come in and push him. Competition is the best coach, right? And that's just what it is. And somebody says, Matt Jones, oh, well, Matt Jones won a national championship. So um, I don't think he's the best NFL quarterback, but the bottom line is he won a natty. And he blew people out every freaking year. And then that led in right into Bryce Young, who won a, a Heisman, the number one pick in the draft. So they had four right back to back. And three of them were in the same meeting room at the same time. So that that's that's the that's what I'm getting. I'm not saying it has to be Will Rogers. I just saw his name on Twitter that said he was going to be in the portal. But to me, we got to go after somebody that can come in and compete to make sure that we are the best we can be in that room. Because we've all seen if our quarterback doesn't, we got to have a quarterback that if our O-line doesn't play well enough, can make a play. Yeah. Right. Nothing's ever perfect in this game. We got to have a quarterback that if our receivers don't run the right routes or can't get open, can go make a play. And right. Joe wasn't that guy. And we've talked about that all year, but that's just where that's what we got to have. We got to have, have competition in that room. You do have Jake Merklinger coming in, four star. Obviously, he'll be a true freshman. I, I think that in this current QB room, that Gaston Moore would get top billing over Jake Merklinger for next year. Um, just I, I don't. Merklinger is good. I mean, I think he's number nine quarterback in in the twenty twenty four class. Uh, something like that. He's one of the best players from the state of Georgia, but I, uh, yeah, that, that just, I think you got to get another, another person. I agree with you on that, but um, let's do, let's go here next before we get into the true talking about the bowl game. There's already been a prediction for the bowl game. And I, I want to know what, what you think of the current bowl game prediction. If it ends up actually coming true crump, but let's do this first. Tennessee 48, Vanderbilt 24. Tennessee finishes with an 8-4 and four record on the season. What is one word for how you feel at this moment? 8-4 and four on the season. Nice little 24-point win over the – as somebody I, I saw in the comments, somebody called them the commode doors. Oh, um, that's, that's actually <laughs> – 
there that's slightly pretty accurate. funny not yeah. lie, slightly funny uh Very but i like it i like it but eight eight and four how are you feeling right now we got 100 people in here with us hanging out uh how do, how do you feel about this season as a whole and at this moment? And you got this postseason coming up with a bowl game, hopefully, uh, you know, a Florida, you know, a bowl game in the state of Florida, some kind of level like that um, coming up. So just drop into the comments there. Give us your one word. Then me and Crump will give you ours. That is, of course, after I tell you about, well, who, let me actually get my, my thoughts straight here. Who should it be in the spot? I, I don't want to. Yeah, I I can't give away any any free advertising here. <laughs> Better help. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I it's still it's still a live show. Look, it is what it is. If you're a Tennessee fan like Cromp and I, you know the many you know how many years the Big Orange have shaved off your lives with the emotional roller coaster of college sports. So maybe the roller coaster of life is messing with your happiness, preventing you from achieving your goals. Regardless, if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's where BetterHelp comes into play. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be hard, especially when you're limited to just the options in your area. BetterHelp's platform makes finding a therapist easier because it is online and remote. BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. Plus, with our link, betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports, you get 10% off your first month to see a therapist because maintaining your mental health is just as important as maintaining your physical health. So this football season, check out betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports and save 10% on your first month with better help. All righty. One word for feeling after 48-24 win uh, over Vandy and an 8-4 and four season comes to a close. Th- these are interesting ones right off, right off the top. Server says embarrassed. Pat says disappointed. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones, who's been very anti-Joe Milton all season, he says, Joe, no. Kenneth says disappointed. Frank says, unimpressed. This is just a freaking negative town over here in our comments. Todd says, expected. Uh, Connie, it's two words, but we'll allow it. Gator Bowl. Roller Coaster says, JL. Uh, regressed says, Mr. Jones. Crompton, I'll throw it to you. Your one word for, uh, for how you feel at the moment. Um, One word. I got to stay politically correct. You know, um, no, no. Um, I'm I'm gonna say excited for excited for the future, and here's why. And Hypel's three years; he's only like two games behind the all-time win record for your first three seasons at Tennessee. So stop get get out your feelings. Everybody, stop. Dude, complain about him all day long. Say unimpressed, disappointed. But go back to freaking Jeremy Pruitt then. Go back to Butch Jones. I've Have I been critical? 100%, but it's my job to be critical, right? But the, the brutal reality is he's got almost 30 wins in three seasons. But we're like 26 or 27 wins, including bowl games, or it might even be 28. Like I said, I, I'm not 100% because the bowl games on in three seasons. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that's something to be very excited about for the future. Do we need to play better? Yes. I've been open about that. 
do we need to play better defense? Yes. Do we need to tackle better? Yes. Do we need to play better coverage? Yes. Do we need to run better routes? Yes. Throw the ball better? Yes. All around? Yes. But the bottom line is him top to bottom has this program in better state than it's been in the early 90s. That's that's factual. So that that's why I'm going to use my one word is like excited, meaning excited for the future because of what he's done. And we'll talk about this in a minute about do we need to possibly make some staff changes? I think so, personally. Yeah. And we can talk about that. But just from top to bottom, he almost, keyword almost, single-handedly has this program to where we can now complain about an eight to nine win season. Yes. You that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And um we all thought we were going to be better than eight wins this year. We all did. 100 percent But that's where I'm going with that's a good thing that we can be upset about an eight-win season this year. Dude, we were excited to get a five-win season under Pruitt. <laughs> I mean, let's just call it like it is. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. five might be a little exaggerated, obviously. But Six. Um, that type of stuff. So there's a lot that goes into it, um, into a game. And Mr. Jones, do we get it? You don't like Joe. Get over it. We all understand that now. We're there with you. Cool. Well, you don't have that's... to deal with them anymore. Cool. I don't really care. Yeah. That's that's now. I mean, I think the past, and obviously now is the time to kind of decompress from that. But I'll I'll say Zen. That's my one word. Okay. I'm I'm not ecstatic. I'm not satisfied. I'm also not, you know, raging mad, just embarrassed. You know, not nothing like that. You just hey, I'm look. Where you to your point that you're making there, I mean, you really kind of said where I was gonna go. I cannot be mad about what happened this season. I don't have to be satisfied with it, I don't have to be happy with it. But I'm not I'm not raging mad. I'm just kind of hey, it is what it is. That's where you're at. You got you, you got to now go and have bigger expectations because you have your star quarterback coming up and all of these things. I mean, that, that's you know, these are conversations for the future, but I'm I'm not going to go and just like, you know, there there are, pe- there are people saying that that we should think about firing Hypel and I. Oh, no. You're off your you're off your freaking rocker. You're you're off your rocker. <laughs> eight and eight win season, potentially nine. And I no no absolutely. And, and that's not. that's that's why I went off that little rant that I didn't. I'm just curious of what Mr. Jones says. Facts, the truth hurts. All right, watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little game because we have time. It's the last one of the regular season. Why not? All right. I'm gonna throw out r- random SEC quarterback stats, and I want you to guess who they are. All right, Charlie. Go ahead. And it's gonna be. I'll give you like completion percentage, not total completions versus attempts, but just percentage, touchdowns, interceptions. All right. Let, let's see. We've got right here. 57 or 56 percent 20 touchdowns nine picks versus 66 percent 19 touchdowns six picks who do you think those were with oh and I'll give you the yardage too I'll do yardage too with the first one was 2234 yards and the second one's 2267 yards who are those why well, one of them's Joe <laughs> nope uh 
No. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was going to be like Joe. No, no you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Um, I KJ Jefferson and uh, who's some of the other? Um, so it was Devin Leary and Jalen Milrow. Oh, by the way, Jalen Milrow is on an eleven-one team. Oh no. Yeah. All right. Here's two more. Thirty-three hundred yards, seventy-two percent, twenty-one touchdowns, five picks. Uh, it'll be, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm scrolling down 2,800 yards, 65%, 20 touchdowns, five picks. I think one of those is Rattler. Nope. Um, That's Carson Beck versus Joe. Get off Carson your high Beck. horse, Mr. Jones. If you look at the stats, it, it, it ain't as bad as you think. Could he have <laughs> played better? Yes. But stop making it sound like he's the dude. You ready? I'll go. He could definitely be. KJ Jefferson. Oof. Right? I'm not being game. rude, but he could be that. Could we have thrown better or for more yards in a, in a couple of these games? Yes. If we have those two games we throw for more than 100 yards, then he's at that point, if you look at those numbers, and he's honestly, he's going to be number two in the SEC in yardage. <laughs> yeah. At that point, that's all I'm trying to get at is ultimately, could he have played better? Yes. Not going to lie. I've said that all year. But don't put a season on one player in this sport. Baseball, you can be like, hey, man, that pitcher threw nine innings and gave up 15 home runs. Because that is the pitcher physically against the batter. Basketball, he missed 14 free throws, whatever. I don't know. Right? That is physically on that dude. But in football, it's the ultimate team game. Ultimate team game. Our front seven on defense played lights out most of the year. Our back four did not, and it made our defense look bad, didn't it? It did. And we talked about that. Yep. Well, the front seven played stellar, but the back four didn't, so everybody's going, our defense sucks, including me. But it wasn't the front seven. It sure as hell wasn't the D-line. No. That's all I'm trying to get at is it's an ultimate team game. We should be thankful that our – complaint is a potential nine win season right now. Like that's just what it is. And nobody said the quarterback's not the most important player on the team, but he cannot run the routes. Nico can't go run the routes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the one I talked about, he really Randy Johnson, that ball in there. If the tight end runs a, a little more of a crisp route and keeps it what's called high, meaning more vertical towards the goalpost, instead of bending it across the field, Nico has an easy completion, but he didn't. So I'm complaining about the ball, but in reality, the tight end needs to run a better post route or seam route. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it, I'm putting it on Nico, but it wasn't on Nico, if that makes sense. Like it was a combination of the route and the ball, but if the route's better, it's an easy ball. That's what football is. Let's run through a uh, few more one words. Chris says mid, Dom says average, Kathleen says mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> some some theme there uh trish says optimistic there's a positive one trish coming through with the positivity so one person <laughs> out of our debbie downer fan base thank you trish <laughs> thank you trish uh all right well let's let's do uh move on to this right here it's, kenneth had a couple of uh couple of super chats here but he asked uh <laughs> he said our defense sucks it has for the entire entire hypo era. I feel major changes are needed on defense, especially on third down. And I'll throw it to you, 
Crump. I mean, do we do we need to make changes on on defense and obviously on the staff? Don't necessarily know if we need to make a defensive coordinator change, but I would. There is a really good chance that I, in the once the bowl game's over, when they do their exit meetings, that if I'm hypo, I have a serious serious talk with our DB coach. You know what I mean? Because the scheme, if you look at it, our scheme is there because look at the front seven. That's all a part of the scheme. We're getting pressure. We're doing the stuff, but we're not winning the quote-unquote one-on-one battles on the back end. So something's there's something disconnected there. Um, So it's, it's not like – I don't necessarily think we need to go defensive coordinator out. But Martinez, there may be there may need to be a conversation between him and Heupel. He says, "Here's my expectation," and obviously he's. It's not that he hasn't done it, obviously, but just this is what we're going. This is how we're going to go moving forward. You got to do this, this, and this. Essentially, kind of like Iowa being funny did with the head coach's son, the offense coordinator that they put in his contract. We had to average so many points. Um, <laughs> you know that type of stuff. So that that's where I would go defensively is I wouldn't necessarily say the coordinator, but I'm 100% going to consider switching DBs. And we just quickly to answer uh, Timothy McGee said how Timothy, yeah. earlier, he, he followed up from, he asked the question at halftime. He asked oh. uh, uh, about the, was it 2018 that had so much? Yeah. 2008. I'll give you a very, I'll give you a quick synopsis of it. Um, who is the highest paid player in the NFL outside of a quarterback, typically? Left tackle. Mm. Oh, there you go. Because that's the blind side of the quarterback, um, typically. So left tackle is a left tackle for a reason. A guard is a guard for a reason. Typically, centers and guards have different body styles, but they're, they're also used to playing certain sides. The hard part about a lot of that stuff was our offensive line flipped sides every play. Um, which, if you're an offensive lineman, it's your brain's thinking a different way every play. I'm setting this way. I'm 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 you know kicking with my left foot. Oh crap! Now I'm kicking with my right foot. And it makes it makes run game stuff different. It makes your technique different in the run game, and it ensures that on the pass game. So we did that, and I specifically remember—I will not say the player's name—but um, he played on the left side of the line. And we're at UCLA, and the third play of the game gets in the huddle, and goes crump. I'm sorry, but when I go to the right, we're effed. I'm not. I don't play. No, no, no. Because he he was that's in not great. Line. And that right there is that season in a nutshell. And it wasn't the player. It was why, like why, why are we doing that? And also the numbers, um, the if you play football, your even numbers are which way? Right. Yeah. Odd numbers are left. That system, even numbers went with the strength, so zero could be right and or left. One could be left and or right. That that right there is the that season in a nutshell. Um, hmm. 
with just the system on how it was put together. Um, but it wasn't, there's a lot of things behind closed doors that I will not say on here that were not of Dave's doing. Dave is a, as you see what he's done at Wake Forest, just overall, the Wake Forest is a very hard place to win. Just call that like it is. It's a good recruiting, job. Recruiting really wise, job. like it just, so he's, what he's done is tremendous. What he did at Bowling Green was tremendous when he left Tennessee. What he did at Richmond was tremendous. There was a lot of things set up not in his favor. I'll just tell you that, that me and Dave have talked about um, since. And, but that, yeah, that that's pretty much that season in a nutshell. Very, that's the only time in my life I've ever had that type of like flip flop. Hell, we didn't do that in Youth League. That's really weird. I, yeah. And I, I mean, I did not know that about that season, but so then no, well, there no, you go. Nobody does. Yeah. We, there we, you go. Pretty much, we've never really, nobody's really ever talked about that stuff after it was, you know, it's part of it. It, you know, it is what it is. You still got to try to go do your stuff, but it goes back to our conversations about this year. It's the ultimate team game. When one person is not on the same page as 10, all 11 look bad. Yep. Just what it is. Well, uh, let's go to well, and for Timothy and for for Timothy real quick because what he said is his scheme worked everywhere else. But here, you're right, he did. But here's the thing that I didn't, I should have said, he didn't run the system after he left Tennessee. It, well, there you go. One, one, of, one of one of one of our staff members went to Bowling Green with him, um, and was still friends with a lot of us, and said that, and I quote. That scarred him so much that he refused to call the plays once he left Knoxville. Well, you've left some breadcrumbs there that I think people could pick up. Uh, well, we okay, so we do we do have to do this. The final sponsor segment of the show. Yeah. Stat of the game. We we kind of bypassed the game a little bit there. Just we, we did not do it. Um, but it is the rattle and snap. The the final. Well, no, we'll have this for the ball game too. I maybe I it depends. Our sponsors change for the ball game sometimes, but. The rattle and snap stat of the game. Uh, rattle and snap has been too good to this show, but obviously I got to tell you about them. Few things go better with a Tennessee sports victory, just like the one we just watched. And then a great whiskey, and I'm talking about rattle and snap Tennessee select straight whiskey. Rattle and snap is a whiskey for those who make their own luck. There's a four year and an eight year version. We've had uh, both shown both on this very show. They go great in cocktails, great meat in a glass. Go get your hands on a bottle in stores across the state of Tennessee. But Rattle and Snap is also available in Kentucky, Indiana, and Mississippi. Run, don't walk to get Rattle and Snap Tennessee Select Straight Whiskey for those Tennessee sports victories. And follow Rattle and Snap on Instagram at Rattle and Snap Whiskey. I don't have the stats directly in front of me, but uh, there were plenty to choose from tonight because the, the defense – was all over the place. The offense put up like 600-ish yards total. But uh, do, do you have one? I do, and it's not its not where anybody's going to think I'm going probably. Okay. Three catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown. Jacob Warren. Nice. He was yeah, our leading receiver game. at halftime. Hadn't played a lot this year. Has got 12 catches for 100 yards the whole season. Awesome to see him get in there and get some love. Um, I was, yeah, that that was that was fun to watch. So that that's my stat of the game because there's there's a lot to choose from. I mean, there really is. Yeah, um, I mean, it, 
You can also bring up Ka- uh, McAllen Castle set a touchdown in that game. Yeah, it's a good game for the tight ends in general. It was. Uh, we got. I mean, we had. One. We had two receivers over hundred yards. Yep, Ramel and Squirrel both. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it it was uh, a really solid game, obviously for everybody, and and Vanderbilt being as terrible as they are facilitates that a little bit. But I mean, I I just I just gotta go here and just commend a man, Joe Milton, three eighty three, twenty two. 22 for 32, 4 383 through the air, four touchdowns through the air, and then rushing five carries for 11 yards for two touchdowns. I mean, just absolutely crazy. Six touchdowns accounted for for Joe Milton. Just give the man his flowers. He just, he had, uh, he finished the regular season with probably the best game of his career. And so there you go. Um, yep. You, you got to just, got to just hand it to him, even though Nico's been, been at what everybody wants to talk about. Nico, Nico, Nico. But uh, no, I mean, Joe played awesome in that game and and kudos to him. And uh, let's finish with this crump. Cause I, <laughs> I gotta go eat. I haven't had dinner yet. Um, the bowl game. Here, yeah. Here's been the prediction for this bowl game. And, and maybe I think we did this last year. Uh, you came on with me and Zach, I think in between the regular season bowl game, maybe we can do that again this year. Um, and, and maybe talk about it after the bowl game is announced. But the current prediction is this Gator bowl. Uh, against North Carolina, Mac Brown's North Carolina Tar Heels. I don't who is hey, playing tonight. NC State. Hey, but that could be over under one hundred two. That's gonna be offense heavy, <laughs> defense light. That, no, but that would that would be a fun one to watch. I'll be honest. I would I would not be mad at that one. Yeah, it it would be a good time. Obviously, Drake May. Uh, is is really great. I wish he played somewhere other than North Carolina <laughs> because he he would have uh, you know a better team around him to play. But you know, regardless, that is where he's at, and he's well. He's, his, he whole went, went his whole families went there. Yeah, Luke, Luke May, national champion on on North Carolina's basketball team a few years back. I mean, it, it's in his blood, so you can't yep. totally blame him. But um, yeah, that, that would be a really fun game. Also, NC State has been talked about for that because at the moment, actually, NC State is ranked and North Carolina is not. They're both eight and three. I don't literally, yeah. it might be the outcome of that game is who goes to, to the Gator Bowl. I don't know. Where, and where it, it, they will maybe because I don't, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head um, what like conference ranking would get the Gator Bowl from the ACC. I, I don't know. I, I It might just be kind of wild card, just like choose. I got just, you. This team goes here. This team goes so there. Is because that, the, the Mayo, the Mayo Bowl's that way too. SEC, ACC, oh, I think. God, um, <laughs> don't send us there, please. <laughs> please, Jesus. Um, is uh, is that the only prediction I was Gator? The so this past week, every single one that I looked at, it was like six different predictions were all Gator Bowl. I I don't know if just it, like they. There's a really good chance media. we go to Gator Bowl then. Yes, I I agree because because the the national media guys like talk to the bowl representatives and, and maybe they just centered in on Tennessee. And I mean, you, you knew Tennessee was going to beat Vandy. Vandy stinks out loud. Yeah. So yeah. they, they could already kind of pick or choose whoever they wanted to uh, at, at, with a team like Tennessee, where it was already kind of set in stone, they were going to be an eight win team. So um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I think I, that's pretty accurate then. I mean, um, I, and when, I'll be so happy. Uh, is it, the the camping bowls in Orlando the was this the former no the the Outback Bowl was no longer the Outback Bowl it's called something else I can't keep up with all of them there let's see 
I'm, I'm clicking on it real quick. It'll tell me on, I'm on. If it's already in the comments. Six now. Yeah, somebody may beat me to it. Jacksonville. That's, yeah, but yeah. but when is it, though? Oh, it's uh, December December 29th, I believe. Uh, okay. At, at noon, in the middle of what is probably a work day for most people. So that's just that's, a, that's, that's great. Um, that's just a, an odd. Well, so Fox Sports has, now I don't know when this was, but it was NC State, Tennessee, Gator Bowl. Okay. This yeah, was, I saw this, I saw both. This was posted. Oh, this is a few days ago. Never mind. I was just looking for the date, and that's what it said. Um, but yeah, December 29th, according to the official website, noon on December 29th. So I would say plan for that one if you want to go so down to Jacksonville. You. Last question for me. Okay. I didn't know there was a bowl called the Pop-Tart Bowl. You think they get a lot of Pop-Tarts that game? I would hope so. You Let's, guys get a lot of Pop-Tarts during the week? Hey, guys, here's, where, here's your dinner. Here's your dinner, strawberry Pop-Tarts. <laughs> where's the Pop-Tart Bowl played? I have where's, no idea. Where's the Pop-Tart corporate headquarters? Are they? <laughs> they, have, they, have, they have North Carolina and Kansas State predicted, so obviously that could be a hey. NC State game. Hey, if you like Pop-Tarts, go to the Pop-Tart Bowl. I'm throwing it out Pop-Tart there. Pop-Tart Bowl. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna tell you where is the Pop Tart Bowl played? Was that the is that the Citrus Bowl? The new name for the Citrus Bowl? It says camping. It can't be. It can't. Oh, be. it's the it's the Camping World Bowl. It's the Camping World Bowl, not the Citrus Bowl. Okay. Now it's it. They changed it to that <laughs> Pop Tart Bowl. That's ACC awesome. versus Big Twelve. That is unreal. That is unreal. <laughs> love it. Um, when was the last time I had a pop hey, tart? I'll tell you what bowl I would love to go to if I were a college student, knowing I was not going to um, ever win a national championship. Bahama Bowl. Oh, heck yeah. That, that's always, it's like Western Kentucky versus Central Michigan. That's Well, they've got Western Kentucky versus Bowling Green. Oh, hey, there you go. No. Uh, so if you're a hey, if you're transferring for your last season, just go to Western Kentucky, guys. Ex- you're going to yeah, go to the Bahamas on them. That I've, play, I've always said you're about play in front of like 14 people at the bowl oh, game. Nobody but it's goes. Okay, you're in the Bahamas. I mean, the I've I've always said that about college basketball. College basketball teams get it so much better. The Tennessee <laughs> basketball team. Tennessee basketball team was in uh, Honolulu, Hawaii for Thanksgiving. And then that, it was the Maui Invitational. And the, I mean, that, it's not the only one. There's also the, the Diamond Head Classic. There's there's one in the Bahamas, the Atlantis. Yeah. Like, yep. Dude, they get it. It's so, sweet for basketball. I was I was, I was was joking with my wife the other day. I was like, you know what? And we were watching the Tennessee game in Hawaii. And I was like, you see Tennessee in Hawaii. You see Carolina was in Atlanta, uh, North Carolina. And all this stuff. And then I was like, how pissed would you be if you were Clemson? They they were in Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> That's too like, bad. But don't get me wrong. Asheville's a cool place. Hell, we live in Asheville. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when they're going to Hawaii and they're going to the Bahamas, they're going to Asheville? <laughs> like, no, there's, there's some. I want to say there's ones that are in, like, Shreveport. Like, it's just. Yeah, okay. Some, I, at least. <laughs> some of those teams just get screwed. No. Uh, yeah, but it, I, I was laughing because I was like, we watched the one for Clemson played Davidson in the championship, and I was like, hold on, 
Tennessee's going to Hawaii in a few weeks. <laughs> who, who, who screwed the pooch on this one? They went to Hawaii, played the number two team, and then the number one team in America in back-to-back games. I mean, it was just the premiere of the premiere. Well, we yeah. the we screwed the pooch against Kansas. We just couldn't hit a shot. Nothing. We had the looks. They just weren't going in. It was so cool. You know what I mean? Um, but that's the thing with college <sighs> basketball. You can screw around and lose five or six, seven ball games. Next thing you know, you're still a number two seed. Yeah, I I think I think this it Tennessee just, team, they're going to lose like eight games, and and they're going to be yeah like a three seed. I I we're, just, we're just still going to be we're going to be good though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just judge, but, ju- but just good. judging from what I'm I'm seeing right there in the the SEC yeah. so far, Alabama's not as good as last year. They lost to Ohio State over the weekend. Arkansas has lost like three games in a row. Um, yeah. And so I yeah, it's it's going to be a wide open year for the SEC, but. Uh, that's that's a whole other topic there for basketball. <laughs> um, anything else? The regular season come to a close. Crop any anything else for the folks at home before we bounce? No, just uh, like we tell you guys every year. Thanks for watching. It's been, I mean, it's been fun. We love interacting. Um, thanks to our sponsors. Um, it's you know it's always fun to watch Tennessee football and come on here and talk about it. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, you know, hope you guys enjoy it because we we sure as hell have a fun time doing it. Um, we yeah. enjoy every week. Um, so it's, thank you guys for watching. Uh, obviously we'll wait and see what goes on with the bowl game. Um, see where we get paired up and go from there. 100%. Uh, I echo every single bit of that. This has been another awesome season. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who watched. Seriously. We're, we can't, uh, could literally could not do it without you. So stick around the big, the big orange podcast with myself and, uh, and Zach Reagan, like I said, maybe we got to get crump on between now and the bowl game and, and we can try to do, uh, try to do that and see what we can get figured out. But that's Mondays at 7 PM Eastern time is the big orange podcast with me and Zach. And then of course me and Crompton will be back for the bowl game. So tune in for whatever bowl game that might be probably the Gator bowl. And, uh, yeah, thanks like. again for watching. Do what? That's what it's looking like. They're it's, they're going to be pretty spot on with that one because they knew we were going to win yeah. today and all that. So exactly. But uh, thanks again to everybody for watching, and uh, I guess we'll talk to y'all at the end of December. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>